welcome into Dragon Ball Super Dope. My name's Kyle. Thank you for checking this out. So, this is part 3 of 20. Is that a joke I just made? Only in my life. This is the third Dragon Ball movie of 20 and a long series of reviews that will be coming out over the rest of 2021. I am joined today by my brother Feds. What up, bud? What's going on, man? How you doing? Uh, you really want to know? I mean, it's up to you. All right. I'll say it like I said it on one podcast in the last couple of weeks or so. I forget which ones. Because we're recording these pretty much in advance. This is like a few days before the 4th of July that we're doing this. So I figure if I get three in the bag, really giving myself an ample amount of runway to not fuck this up. Yeah. I'm sure I will. But this is, for whatever reason, we've been doing the watch-alongs and the Discord and things like that. This, for whatever reason, is the third time I've watched this movie in about a week. <laughs> and okay. maybe a little longer, maybe like 10 days, uh, watching Dragon Ball Mystical Adventure, a.k.a. the weird Tien and Tzu movie. Yeah, it's definitely weird. I said Tzu very weirdly, because that's how weird the film is. All right. Yeah. See? Yeah, see? It's part of a theme. It was on purpose. So... Feds, you are somebody who has watched the original Dragon Ball series in its entirety. Correct. I'm afraid to ask where you are in Z. I know you fell off somewhere after Frieza. That's a conversation for another day. Yes. But one thing that all of these Dragon Ball movies do, that Dragon Ball Z movies do not do, Dragon Ball movies try to make like their own continuity by themselves. Um, they don't try to set up events that are inspired by the main manga and anime or whatever. They just um, have some events they know they got to retell for sake of the characters and the introduction to one another. And then it's like, hey, this is its own little offshoot of adventure that uh, is in its own little bubble of reality. This is the third movie in which they've done this. Par for the course. <laughs> this is hands down the movie where they probably get the most outside the box with how yeah. they do some reinterpretations of it. So you, as somebody who watched Dragon Ball fairly recently, mm -hmm. do you prefer... I won't say which one you prefer. I won't ask that. What did you think of this reimagining of... Uh, or this retelling of some certain well, iconic parts of Dragon Ball? Well, I mean, they skipped through a lot. Obviously, they're already at the point where they're wearing their turtle shells everywhere. So, like, when the movie starts off, so for sake of context, the second movie is the like the first movie is basically a retelling of the original Dragon Ball saga, like okay. the first whatever twelve episodes. The second movie, Krillin is introduced, and the beginning of it is pretty much set up as like, oh, you're on a trading mission. Oh, you guys want to find me some uh, some sexy ladies? Go to find yeah. the sleeping princess in the Devil's go, Castle. Go find the peachy peachy girls, man. Yeah, except no peachy peachy girl. It's a yeah. sleeping devil in a princess castle or so, something. something like that. Yeah, got that yeah. mixed up. Yeah. Um. So that training starts in movie two. Movie three, they're pretty much at the completion of the training when they move these ginormous. Wait, I almost said boners, but <laughs> boulders. Yes, boulder. They move some ginormous boulders, and then Master Roshi decides, "All right, we're gonna go to a tournament. Take off your turtle shells." I don't really have any kung fu to teach you. You're just really fucking strong now. So. Yeah. <laughs> you boys ready to go fight for some money? <laughs> cool. <laughs> so this movie came out, let's see, July 9th, 1988. 
Wow. So this might be the beginning of the July, March release date, um, back and forth. Uh, this episode takes place right around the time of the King Piccolo saga when Tien is like kind of like a reluctant ally of the team after mm -hmm. the 23rd Budokai tournament. Yeah. And he goes off to like find King Piccolo and King Piccolo creates a uh, drum at that point in time. I say that because by this point in time, they're obviously well past the Red Ribbon saga. They're well past Tao Pai Pai, Tien, Chao Tzu, all that stuff. And by past it, I mean they're past the point of them being enemies. Like Chao yeah. uh, Tzu and Tien are like part of the gang now at this point. Right, right. So with this movie, they have the unenviable task of having to work all of these very iconic Dragon Ball characters into one 45, 50-minute movie. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about it as we were watching it today, because obviously, this being the third time, <laughs> my mind wandered a bit. Tao Pai Pai really is like the original badass OG yeah. villain for Dragon Ball. Yeah. And having him be the dude in this movie to, um, I mean, we know the history with him and Goku uh, and that arc, but having him be such a feared badass in this movie, uh, you know, pretty much everywhere, but having to do it all in such a short amount of time right gave yeah. me his greatest hits you know yeah. like in a row quick succession yeah. it's like yeah Tao Pai Pai you're cool as fuck I hope they make you into a cyborg one day <laughs> that'd be dope as hell <laughs> so I'll also say what's notable I think I mentioned it in the last movie review we did first two Dragon Ball movies mm -hmm. no Emperor Pilaf Shu or Mai oh and this movie yeah right in the beginning they show up for about 15 seconds in the beginning and yep. then they do like, uh, so basically the idea is Sudu Senen, Crane Hermit, depending on your localization, Tao Pai Pai, Ten Shin Han, they're all meeting with Emperor Pilaf, Shu, and Mai, and they're like, hey, we, we did it, guys. We built the dragon radar. Now you can go find those dragon balls you want. Yeah. And Sudu Senen, old, mean, evil man, is like, yeah, great. We'll make sure that you get a reward. That reward called death <laughs> i assume it's death anyway the idea is now that they have a dragon ball radar they can um use the resources of the mifon empire to go and find uh all of these dragon balls they find six of them in pretty quick fashion succession mm -hmm. and the idea is uh they need a cause to like give the okay from the mifon empire to use their funding to find the uh the seven dragon balls yep so who's in charge of the mifon empire feds it's chaozu it's a small little clown boy <laughs> he's the royalty i guess and tension han is his uh bodyguard his loyal servant and tension han is a subordinate of tal pai pai and sudu senen the crane hermit he's the dude at the top of the chart so obviously he's doing all the emperor palpatine string pulling bullshit mm-hmm Fair enough. The idea to get Chaozu to sign on for them to find a set of Dragon Balls is to kidnap his beloved uh, Ron Ron. Hmm? Ron Ron. <laughs> Who's Ron Ron? I don't know. We don't see Ron Ron for most of this film. Yep. We do oh. find out who Ron Ron is at the end, though. Oh, we do. Stick around to the end to figure out what's up with Ron Ron. <laughs> and while you've never heard of Chaozu's long lost lover, it's real weird. It is weird. Real weird. So. Anyway. Meanwhile, Goku and Krillin, they've completed their training with Master Roshi. 
And Master Roshi's like, shit, y'all move that boulder? I don't know what to do now. We're going to go to a tournament. The Mifon Empire is having a martial arts tournament. So this is basically the graduation or like the completion of the training arc in Dragon Ball. And then they go to the Tenkaichi Budokai. Yep. Except now it's the Mifon Empire yeah. Budokai or whatever. Just tournament. I do like that. They do a very good job of like stitching in moments that didn't necessarily need to be there from the original Dragon Ball series. Mm -hmm. That if they just glossed over, didn't mention it, didn't pay any tribute to it at all, I just been like, yeah, you know, you can only do so much time. You only can do so much in forty five minutes. Right. But this is one of the first things that I said. Oh, dude, they gave me that too. That's great. An excuse for little kid Goku and Krillin to get dressed up in a suit. Oh, yeah. They're there for it every time. <laughs> every single time, man. There's just something about the swag those boys exude when they're wearing their suits. Like, mm-hmm. they know they're going to bust. The man. The hat. Yeah. For Krillin, it's the hat, for sure. Oh, yeah. 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 Goku, though, I think he just knows. He's like, the suit's itchy and dumb, and I hate it. Yep. And I could bust out of it and kill you if I wanted, but I won't. <laughs> they, fly out of pl- they fly on a plane with Master Roshi and launch to this tournament at the Mifon Empire. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, people are looking, people, meaning, uh, I don't know, servants, army people of the Mifon Empire, which are basically just the Red Ribbon Army. So if yeah. I just start going back and forth and say Red Ribbon Army, understand what I mean? People who report up to Tao Pai Pai and Sudu Senen and all those people. And I guess Chow Tzu at the fucking top yeah. of the totem pole for some weird ass reason. Stupid clown looking little kid asshole. Wow. <laughs> well, I'm. I just don't understand how that dynamic works. Like, oh. oh, neither do I. How didn't somebody just snap his neck in his sleep if everyone's just trying to coo chow to you all the time? And I don't mean coo with like, oh, you coo, man. I mean coo with like, I'm going to overthrow your ass. Yeah. I don't understand. C-O-U-P. Yeah. Instead yeah. of instead of C-O-O. O-O-O-O. <laughs> coo. 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 So, boys are on their way to a tournament. The Mifon Empire is having a tournament. Mifon Empire is looking for the seventh Dragon Ball. They found six in very quick succession. And that mm-hmm. brings them to the Karin region. Yes. It's going to be tough for me to do, man. I always say Corin with an O. It's one of my dirty dub habits, I guess. Cutting. 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 Oh, yeah. It's definitely an A. I read subtitles. Don't tell anybody I know how to read, but I read the subtitles. Oh, wow. But I always say Corin with an O. So. Might be another one of those things that I go back and forth on. <laughs> they go okay. to Karin, which I guess they're just calling it like a, I don't know, like a, I guess a country. Yeah. Like, like tr- a, a region, though. Like a province. Region might be a better word. They go there looking for the seventh Dragon Ball. Who has that seventh Dragon Ball? Upa. Upa and his dad, big old Bora. And they're hiding it because they know that these dudes get it, bad things happen, fuck the Mifon Empire, so mm-hmm. on and so forth. Seriously, fuck it. imperialism, I guess. Right? Right? Yeah. Sudo Senen can suck my dick, Senen. One of my favorite things that happened in this movie that they totally didn't have to give me mm-hmm. is when they're hiding the Dragon Ball, Upa and Bora, Bora, and uh, this plane like comes down on him. He's like, drop the Dragon Ball, scumbag. Oh, <laughs> and he starts shooting all these plane bullets at him. And they duck and they die. Bora like blocks hit, him with the X's. Yeah, they hit behind the rock too. Yeah. And then dude just picks up a boulder. And throws it at the helicopter. Blows it up. <laughs> he throws an explosive rocket at this helicopter. It was very badass. That's another one of those moments where I'm like, 
cool. You didn't have to do that, <laughs> but damn, am I glad you did. Yeah. It was so fucking satisfying. So while we learn that Upa and Bora are dealing with this, uh, eventually they decide it's time to flee, and who knows where they're going to end up. I guess we'll see you in a minute. But you know this wouldn't be a Dragon Ball movie without Bulma. Nope. Although I'm sure we will eventually run into dr- certain Dragon Ball movies where there is no Bulma. Huh. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Is Bulma in every Dragon Ball movie? I have no idea. Huh. I guess we should try to keep track of that through the course of these uh, reviews. There you go. Is she in every... She might not be... The third Broly? I don't know. I gotta think about it. She might not be in the third Broly movie off the top of my head. She might not be in Fusion or Born either. Gotta think about this more. I gotta think, people! Anyway... She's still in this one, and she wants the fucking Dragon Balls, lo and behold. Big surprise, she's dragged her uh, desert bandit boyfriend, <laughs> wolf-fisting fucking friend, and his two transformy buddies, Oolong and Puar, out on what they thought to be like a leisurely stroll. Yeah. and like, uh, We're just going to go look for Goku, yo. Yeah, we're just going to go fly around in a cool plane. Yeah. Psych. I want the Dragon Balls. <laughs> I want all the Dragon Balls. And you guys are helping me. We're looking for Dragon Balls today. They're like, oh, you got us. Okay. The last movie, there was a plane shootout where I think this is how their plane gets downed and they eventually get captured and brought mm-hmm. into Devil's Castle or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. This one, another plane battle, which yeah. I was like, cool. I like plane battles. Me too. But Bulma's behind the fucking control stick here and she kills. She fucking mavericks the shit out of them. A number of people. And then laughs about it afterwards, like, maniacally. Yeah. It's actually pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty dope. I'm like, Bulma, you don't get enough credit, baby. She wasn't letting anyone get in her way. I appreciate your bullets. But now that we know that she's on the hunt for the Dragon Balls as well, we know it's only a matter of time until her actual small little dragon radar. That's another thing. Pilaf's dragon radar was like the size of a fucking like computer. Like the size of his house. Yeah, <laughs> like the size of a computer in like 1958. <laughs> Takes off like a fucking half, half a skyscraper in the basement unit and shit. Yeah. Uh, Bulma's pocket size. We know she's eventually going to find her way to the Beefon Empire, where the other six Dragon Balls are. So that'll be cool, right? Yeah. We get to. Uh, I don't know if this is a scene from the anime. I don't. I remember, it's been a minute since I've watched the OG Dragon Ball, or at least this far into OG Dragon Ball, in succession. Like, I'll pick certain episodes. I made fucking Victor watch the original Death of Krillin the other day. You're welcome. Was it Victor? I think it was Victor. If it wasn't Victor, then it was Marcus. And if you don't know who I made watch it, that's your fault. Join our Discord. Link's in the show notes. Yeah. Dummies. Anyway, this scene where they all kind of meet up for the first time in the restaurant and Goku's doing his pig-headed, eating lots of food thing, and mm-hmm. Bora shows up looking like a fucking extra out of a western. <laughs> this kid just wants a glass of water because he's concerned his dad's poor. Very heartwarming shit. Uh, doesn't take long for them to track down Bora and Upa at this restaurant. And by they, I mean, I believe it's Tao Pai Pai. No, it's, um, it's not Tao Pai Pai yet. It's uh, just a random group of, I'll say, Red Ribbon Army soldiers, mm-hmm. even though I know they're part of the Mifon Empire. I know the difference, idiots. In behind them, though, because obviously, them and their stupid guns ain't no match for Bora. In behind them walks, walks Sergeant Metallic, 
another notable villain from the show. Uh, iconic in that he was very clearly a ripoff of Arnold Schwarzenegger's Terminator from back then. No way. You think so? <laughs> no. I just thought that up myself. No, yeah. I, I definitely think that. It looks just like... Wait, really? I didn't hair. just think that myself independently? No. Oh. Nope. Okay. I'll come back next week and try again with some more hard-hitting analysis. <laughs> hey. No, What dude. does it say about me? No, I'm just kidding. Obviously, he's... He's Arnold. He's the Terminator. Arnold. And I'm pretty sure in the dub... He's got a dub. Actually, he might not. He might have more like a robot, like gaw 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 voice. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow, wow, it's all right. Everything will be all right. <laughs> we think of the new My Hero opening. I like it. Fucking song sucks. <laughs> wow, wow, moving. I like on. the second part of it. Nope. I like the second part of it too, but the first part didn't exist. Yeah. How you like them apples? Yeah. So, moving on from the wow, wow, it's all right. Anywho, get this cool fight scene. Sergeant Metallic, Tal Pai Pai comes in. Everyone's gonna kung fu fight. Goku gets very upset because he's housing food, and then somebody like ruins a plate of his food and punches them into the fucking wall. It's not cool. It's not very cool at all. Nah. And basically, the idea is uh, we're gonna kill Bora, take his Dragon Ball. My name's Tal Pai Pai. Look at my braid, my pink robes. I can wear this shit because I will kill you if you say anything about it. Yeah. I'm so confident of this statement. It says kill you on the back of my pink rope. It does. So, due to some quick thinking from Master Roshi, Muten Roshi, Kame Senen, he's like, hey, you can't kill that guy. He's part of the tournament. And that means he's a guest of the Emperor. Can't betray the Emperor, even nope. though he's a creepy little clown kid. Can't betray him, man. And he's like, all right, fine. I'll leave you alive till tomorrow. See you later, alligator. And a wild crocodile. You, <laughs> you bought yourself one more day of life. Yes. Yes, he did. Um, so <laughs> they leave Crane, not Crane, tell Pai Pai. Yeah. Tell Sudo Sen, and he's like, hey, I uh, almost got that Dragon Ball. It's cool. We'll get it tomorrow. But um, I think, I think Kame Senen's here. And yeah. he's like, Nani. Oh no, no. none. The god of martial arts. I do like kicking it back to a time where Master Roshi was like the most feared motherfucker. Yeah, no, right. On the whole planet for like probably a couple hundred years because mm-hmm. he's so old. But he's, he's old. He's so old. They call him the god of martial arts. Yeah, super dope. That's pretty. T- and then yeah. what do they do? They like give him a nosebleed and make him you know perv. Yeah, even god gods have flaws. Like, they pick their nose, <laughs> get nosebleeds, because boners. Um, okay. of boners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's because of boners. Yeah. So, uh, one of the, the, one of the first two movies, what we kind of said in both cases was like, this feels like a movie with Dragon Ball, like, shoved into it. Like, this feels yeah. like a separate movie, but with, like, the Dragon Ball characters making an appearance. Yeah. This felt like a more complete movie. All the characters, a yeah. lot of big moments. But the notable change to this continuity outside of, you know, Chaozu being an emperor and having the Red Ribbon Army working under him to, I don't know, I guess, perpetually push the boundaries of his country and continue to grow through imperialism. 
the relationship between Chaozu and Tianxinhan mm-hmm. is uh, very much the same creepy old thing that we've always known it to yeah. be as longtime Dragon Ball fans. But also, it's a little bit different. Yeah. I think one of the more notable differences for me in this one is that everyone constantly alludes to Chaozu as a child, which is kind of just working toward the payoff at the end. But um, even Tien kind of treats him like a little kid instead of like a friend or whatever. So maybe that's the story of this movie is instead of this is the story of how Tian Shinhan learned to treat Chaozu not like uh, a child, but a child. Small... He, he treats him like a friend small, now yeah. instead of like a, a task at work that he's yeah. putting off and yeah, doesn't yeah. want to fucking handle, you know? Also, I think it's notable that this is the first time they put some kind of um, backstory around the idea that they can speak telepathically. Oh, yeah. It's telepathically, right? Yeah. Telepathy is through your mind talking. The mind talk. Telekinesis is when I take this microphone and bash it against your mouth. Don't do that. I won't. My telekinesis is on the fritz today. Oh, that's perfect. Lucky motherfucker. Bash his mouth into your mouth. Damn it. Messed up the words, but I almost had it. It would have been so funny. No, it wouldn't have. Yeah. Mm Mm-mm. All right, well, (laughs) Tianxinhan and Chaozu are doing a thing where they're, like, talking in bed at night about stuff, I guess. Getting killed in dreams and shit. Well... Here's the thing. They have this scene. Chaozu has a bad dream where he has a, a vision of his own death and mm-hmm. it freaks him out and he like runs out of bed and Tian's like, hey, little buddy, that I'm, working, that I'm working to betray with my masters. Hey, pal, what's wrong? What's going on? And he tells him, I had this nightmare, blah, blah, blah. I had my vision of my own death. Tian is kind of visibly like, ooh, creepy. Because I know some stuff that you don't know. And if you knew the stuff that I know, that dream might make a little bit more sense for you, dude. Mm-hmm. But Chaozu kind of just takes relief in seeing Tian Shinhan and knowing that he's his friend or whatever. And then he makes the comment like, plus, you taught me that thing where we can talk in our minds. So now I'm never alone and we'll be friends forever. Yeah. Forever. And, and ever. ever. And I don't think I've ever heard a point of reference for how those two learned that technique or that Tian was the one that taught no. it to him. But I thought it was a nice little uh Yeah. Nice little touch. Mainly because the rest of the movie, that's pretty much the only way that they communicate. Yep. Because we're at a tournament. We got a tournament tomorrow. I do like the way this tournament is set up. Yeah. Um but basically they use it the the telepathy to communicate about current fights in the tournament. And Tian Shin Han just kind of gives dude updates because Chao Tzu's a stupid little clown child who doesn't know shit about <laughs> Kung Fu. All right? I'm just going to say it how it is. Um, so let's break down this tournament, right? Yeah. So Bulma and Launch uh, decide that they're going to go try to find the six other balls separately, independent of the boys, because the boys got a tournament. Yeah. I do like the idea. Bulma gives out a good, oh, ho, 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 as she recruits Launch to go try to yeah. fuck up the palace to oh, get yeah. the other six. And she has she has something on her mind that she wants to uh, wish for. That's the original. Oh ho 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 ho! I think that Frieza ripped off several years later. Just wanted to point it out now. Anyway, Launch and Bulma—they're off to the thing. The boys are off to the tournament. So this tournament's set up in a way where, like, you don't really have to enter. You just kind of show up. 
Yeah. And they're like, all right, who's first? And then No like preliminary rounds, nothing. Yeah, no no, no bracket, ranking, no nothing. bracket, nothing. No no drawn lots or numbers or straws, none of that shit. They're just like, Hey, who wants to fight? All right, who's first? <laughs> this guy and that guy? Okay. All right, let's go. So the first person to enter the tournament, because obviously he's tagging along with Buruma, is Yamcha. Stupid, short-haired, still wearing a green shirt and orange pants, Yamcha with a stupid <laughs> chipped tooth. Don't even have no Kame-sen in training yet. Because again, <laughs> he's stupid. He's the first one to jump in the ring. And he goes up against... Uh, Some big fucking dude. This giant ginger man. <laughs> yeah, with ginger afro man. G- yeah, it was a little bit of a ginger. It was f- kind of froey. Yeah. yeah. What I liked about this fight was... Because that man was so off-putting with his appearance, mm-hmm. I found it very satisfying when Yamcha went Wolf's to use ass. the Roga Fufu Ken, yep. the Wolfgang Fist, to hit him in the mouth with a, a wolf fist, and instead just kicks him right in the teeth. Yep. Says, Beautiful. Hmm? Got you. Poetry. Knocked out the big giant ginger. Yep. The gargantuan giant ginger. A nice alliteration. Triple G's, baby! So... The way in which the tournament will work now is, now that everyone's watched Yamcha wolf fist kick this asshole into oblivion, <laughs> all right, who wants to fight this guy now? <laughs> Goku and Krillin are just like, yeah, this is going to be pretty funny if one of us just walks up here. Well, like, they all just kind of look around like, yeah, uh, uh-huh. I mean, they all have the agreement, Krillin, Bora, and Goku all have the agreement, if we win this and we get the wishes of the Emperor... We're going to get the Dragon Balls and do whatever. Make these people leave the Karin Empire yeah. or Karin country, st- region, whatever. Right. So they're all on the same page. But Yamcha, he just came by himself with his girlfriend. Like, he's yeah, not he has no on this idea plan. by the plan. No. He doesn't give a shit. He's just trying to do his best. Like, no one ever was. But instead, yeah. meets Upa's dad, who hands out ass whoopings for lunch every goddamn day <laughs> between 11.30 and 1. I mean, the man threw a boulder at a fucking helicopter. That was his first line of defense. Yeah. Imagine if he had to like <laughs> think about it for a couple of minutes. What kind of ingenious bullshit would he have come up he with? He would have then? thrown a fucking mountain at them. If he couldn't have found a mountain to throw him, sure he would have found something else. Yep. And it would have been just as effective and probably wouldn't have labored him so much as that boulder did. I don't know. That he picked up that boulder pretty damn easily. That's true. He's a big strong man. He's buff. Yeah. Anyway, he's up next. Cause Yamcha Like I said, dude, he still has that green shirt and the orange pants. Look at this fucking idiot. And chip tooth. Chip tooth, short hair, <laughs> no sword. No, no sword. Yamcha lost his hair and he lost his sword. He lost his coolness. Yep. That's a lesson to you kids at home. Grow your hair out, get a sword, and be cool. Rob people in the desert. Bora is up next. And uh, I think he tries to rogue a fufu ken him too. Yeah, 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 he does. But he doesn't like make the. Uh, he doesn't like say it out loud. Instead, yeah. they just do a quick cut over to the fight, and he's obviously punching very fast. Mm-hmm. But you know it's a real Fufu Ken because he's making wolf yip sounds. Oh, yeah. Show <laughs> like that. And I'm like, what the hell, dude? <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that. Could you? I get that wolf fisting is your thing, but. Yeah, man. Could you keep it down, you... please? <laughs> or less dis- be less distracting about it. <laughs> Can you it. keep it down, please? Sir. So it doesn't take long before uh, Roshi decides, you know, Yamcha, you're a nice boy, but you're not on the team. Hey, uh, Yamcha, you like titties? And Yamcha's like, what? Titties? Where? And Bora <laughs> just knocks his ass right out. End of story. 
That's the end of the tournament because Goku and Krillin are the only two other ones that would be able to fight Bora, and they're on the same team. So they're like, ah, nah, we're good. We're cool, man. Don't even worry yeah. about it. Yeah. This guy wins. Yep. Tournament over. Great. Yeah. This is a great movie. Love <laughs> this. This movie was my favorite. Was it really? The main character named Bora won the tournament. The main character named Bora. Imagine if that's all they ended it. So, <laughs> because Goku and Krillin don't want to fight their dude, uh, obviously somebody has to go in and fight who still has a vested interest in the Dragon Balls. Who might that person be? Feds? Tau Pai Pai. Tau Pai Pai. Again, the original big bad of Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. So scary, man. Yeah, man. Because, like, up until that point in Dragon Ball, the desperation move, the Kamehameha for Goku, it's always a trump. Yeah. And nobody ever has anything to really try to hit back against it until you meet Tao Pai Pai and yeah. he has the Dodon Pa. Mm-hmm. So Tao Pai Pai, uh, he goes in, fights Bora, and kind of makes pretty short work of the dude. Yeah, man. And he like, breaks like, his arm. He's like, I was going to kill you yesterday, but now I'm going to fuck around a little bit. Break your arm. You give me the Dragon Ball. You're going to die with the Dragon Ball, you dummy. Like I would give it to you. Like I'd give you this balls. So Bora went down swinging, man. Hmm? He did. And this is similar to another nod to the original show is I believe he takes Bora's spear and hits him in the back with it. Yes, he does. Stabs him right through the back. Or he like throws it so fast at him and it hits him in the front. One of the two. Either way, Bora Either dies way. by his own spear. Correct. And in this setting here, uh, tournament, obviously much different set of circumstances. Dude doesn't have a spear. And I'm like, oh, Bora, you can't die of a broken arm. <laughs> broken heart maybe broken arm no way nah but thankfully this is a this is an emperor's fighting palace. palace battle palace yeah we'll call it a battle palace battle palace playset now available from Kenner and Mattel <laughs> battle bitch in action nope bitch in battle action bitch in battle brutality wow you're just all about the alliterations today big huh? booby breasts <laughs> okay that's some good alliteration. All right, I'm done. Um, Tao Pai Pai decides uh, because this dude doesn't have a spear. He didn't bring a spear for me to stab him with. I'm going to throw him into one of the many beautiful statues that this palace has. This and this one just happens to be holding a spear. Because it's the brutal battle action palace playset. Yep. All the statues have got to have spears. All of them. For which to stab you with, Bora. And then he stabs him, and now he's dead. And Goku jumps up and he, <laughs> he's dead. Now he's dead. Bored, uh, <laughs> Goku jumps up. He karate chops the rest of the spear off. And I was like expecting Bora to come down to the ground with a big old hole in him. Yep, me too. Nope. Nope. He's just dead. He's already dead. The hole must have been through the back. Yeah. Like it was through the back, obviously, the way yeah. it happens. But like the big gaping hole that we expected to see from also the front was in the back. Yeah. Good call. That was tasteful, Toei. Tasteful. Not grossing people out yet. But you know what that means? What? Well, Goku just had to help pick up a dead body. How yeah. happy are you when you have to pick up a dead body? Not very happy. Not very happy at all, right? No. Goku's ready to fucking fight. And yeah. he said, hey, tell Pai Pai, I'm up next, bitch. Because he basically tries to claim victory for himself in the tournament. He's like, all right, cool. Game over. Sorry, I killed a guy. But Goku's like, no, no. No, no. No, no. No, no, no. Goku goes to tell Pai Pai and says... Like that. Yeah. And Tao Pai Pai's like, 
no, 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 no. And they fight for a little while, but eventually Goku becomes comes down to the desperation move of, all right, fuck this, Kamehameha. Yep. And Tao Pai Pai just takes it and says, that didn't do anything to me, you big dummy. You done fucked up now. And that's when we see the Dodanpa for, I think, the first of four or five times in yeah. this movie. Like, yep. The word Dodanpa is yelled quite a bit in this one, boys. Yep. So if you like Tan Shinhan and his ilk, his family tree of the Dragon Ball world, this film's for you. Maybe you just like saying Dodanpa. <laughs> if that's the case, this film is also for you. Uh, hits him with the Dodanpa and sends him flying. Um, however, in their early celebration of victory for the pseudo Red Ribbon Army, they realize that the last Dragon Ball isn't there. And they just blasted it away with Goku, who had it in his little belt on his in a little packet. He had it, he had had it, it in, in his a, chest. Oh, yeah, that's right. He had it in his shirt. That's what saved him. saved him, right? The Dodanpa didn't kill a motherfucker because Goku had a Dragon Ball in his shirt. Just like in the show. Yeah. Oh, my God. This movie's so good. Yeah, I know. Uh, so you can't tell if I'm actually excited no, right now or if I'm being sarcastic. You're being half and half. Neither of you know. And I say neither because the camera's here in front of me. And <laughs> the camera's looking at me judgingly as well. You don't know me, camera. Very judgy looking camera. Anyway, Dodon pauses ass. <clears throat> Maybe it's because he gets like hit with, he hits it, the Dragon Ball, that it's like propels him 2,300 kilometers. Which is a long way. You know how much twenty three you know how many miles twenty three hundred kilometers is? A lot. If you had to guess, put a number on it. Twenty three hundred kilometers. Twenty three hundred kilometers to the northeast. Tao Pai Pai once he oh, realizes yeah, he says, I'll be back in thirty minutes. <laughs> I'll be back in thirty minutes. Because I'm a G. <laughs> Let me just throw this column real quick. How many miles is fourteen wait fuck. How many miles is twenty three hundred kilometers? It's fourteen miles. <laughs> yeah, it's fourteen miles. That's a long way. I'm just kidding. It's 1,429 miles. That's a really long way. He don't unpod this motherfucker 1,400 miles away? What's even 1,400 miles away from here? Uh, I don't know, like Kansas City? <laughs> I could be wrong. Check on I, the map I, I out. I don't know. Let's check. What is 1,400 miles away from here? Probably like, uh... Not Florida. I feel like what is fourteen hundred? I feel like Florida'd be closer than that. I'll say Tennessee. Yeah, I'll say Nashville. Nah, maybe not. You're gonna say Nashville? Yeah, I'll say Nashville. Put your bets in. Leave it in the comments. If there is a platform to leave comments in whichever way you are consuming this. Stupid. All right, I don't know how what, what fourteen hundred miles away from here is, but the distance from Little Rock, Arkansas, to Los Angeles, which you know that's kind of close to like Florida and shit, Louisiana, right in that area, that is fourteen hundred and seventy six miles. Arkansas is like Midwest, no? No, oh, Arkansas is it's more like south. above Kentucky, it's, right? No, it's right above Louisiana. Right above Louisiana? Yeah. Jesus, man, geography's tough. Yeah. Especially when you live in New England, because we're the greatest states. You don't need to so, leave. So 1,400 miles away from here is probably about Colorado. Imagine if I hit you no. with an explosion. Like the middle of the country. That sent you all the fucking way to Colorado. Or Kansas. 
Kansas. That's what I didn't. I start off with Kansas yeah, City. I think you did. No, Kansas City's in Missouri. Kansas City is also in Kansas. Oh yeah, that's right. There is a Kansas City, Kansas. It's the same city. No, nah. this is a we. It, I'm telling you, they're on the line. Nah. It's obviously Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas City, Kansas. Yeah, but they're the same city, separated by a state a state line. No way. So obviously, it's not the same city. No, I know that. No, I am just saying. Is, no way. That used to confuse the living fuck out of me when I had to recruit for those areas. It still confuses the fuck out of me, man. I, wow. I could be making that shit up right now. I don't think I am, but I might be. That's the that's the beauty in watching this show. Yeah. You don't know what I'm making up ever. I don't know either. The mystery game. <laughs> anyway, Goku gets blasted off to Call of the Fuck Rado. Yeah. Sure. Call of the Fuck Rado. Yeah. Or, or Kansas City. We'll say Kansas City. Yeah, well, kids. Well, yeah. Because it starts with K-A, and so does Karin. Oh, yeah. Karin Tarwin. Gets Karin. blasted. All, not like at the bottom of it, but... No. Right into it. Yep. Just up high, and just in there. And he's like, what's up? So, You're a cat? You talk? <laughs> you have a staff? Cool. <laughs> all right, cool. Guess, guess my Dragon Ball saved me. Uh, what am I doing here? Eat this bean, you say? First appearance of a sensu bean in a Dragon Ball movie? At the last, certainly. Eats the bean. Eats the bean. Eats the bean. It feels good, Gein. Yeah. That's what they do. Them sensus. Meanwhile, Tao Pai Pai has since, uh, Bakusai Tenkets, uh, uh, that's, that's called the breaking point in Japanese. You're welcome, oh. Ranuma fans. He does the breaking point thing to, like, make a long pillar that, iconically, he chucks up into the air and then jumps up onto, and he just... Stands on the front of it. Air surfs it the whole way. <laughs> That's when, uh, on his way there, he's floating over Penguin Village. Oh, yeah. I love that they put a Raleigh in this movie. <laughs> they didn't have to, but they did. And I'll tell you why they did. Not only like a nice little piece of fan service, she's actually part of that story in the anime, sure, but this movie, dude... There's so many working parts, which I would actually say there's there's more moving parts in this Dragon Ball movie than there are in many of them. You got the Tien Shinhan Chaotu story, Goku and Krillin doing the tournament thing. You got Sudu Senen trying to double cross everybody. You got Bora and Upa's thing going on. Introduction of Kara and all this shit. It's like, yeah, there's a lot of different directions this thing could go to try to wrap it up because we're already probably around like the 35 minute mark of this film. Yep, and. As Tao Pai Pai is on his way to Karin Tower to fight Goku for the second time, another rock, just out of nowhere, comes flying up and knocks him the fuck off of his big floating log thing. And that comes courtesy of Arale from Penguin Village. That's right. The main character of Dr. Slump happens to be in Dragon Ball Movie 3 Mystical Adventure. I'm fucking here for it. How'd you feel about Arale showing up with Penguin Village and all that? It was dope. Super dope. Super dope. Super dope. Much needed comedic relief. Absolutely. Because there's some, some dark there shit some, going on. There was some serious shit going on, man. You just need the lightning of Penguin Village to lighten up everything. Also, you just need a Raleigh to chuck a rock at a dude. Yeah. And be like, you ain't shit, old man. Yeah, I'm knocking you off this fucking concrete column that you're flying on with my rock. So like, hey, you're, you look cool. Now you got to play with me. So. You want to play, man? Want to be friends, old man? <laughs> He's like, be friends with you. I'm the world's greatest assassin. She's like, I don't give a shit. You want to play, man? <laughs> and then he, Goku shows up. He's still alive, much to his chagrin. He didn't think that he would have survived that battle or whatever. Went to go find the Dragon Ball at Karin Tower. But now they're 
facing off in Penguin Village because Goku yeah. just showed up on the Nimbus and he's feeling all restored and healthy because of the Senzu Bean and ass whooping time. Right? Enlightened. Right. Oh, that's right. He like, what Karin do? He like threw the water, he threw the Dragon threw Ball the Dragon in the Ball water. in the water and then like the water was all like Ripley's like, this is why you couldn't defeat your opponent because you couldn't see him clearly. Hmm? It's like, yeah, man, you can't see shit. You don't know what even you're looking at, dummy. Yeah. I'm a talking cat. You know what you're looking at right now? <laughs> Certainly no. not a talking cat. No, no, you don't. Um, so yeah, now he feels enlightened and healed from the sense of being and looking in the water and understanding. Like, it's kind of the car and sacred water thing, I guess. Yeah. But like... Not really. Not though. really. It's like a... It's like a, like a vi- they see visions in the It's anime, like a 30-second so. version of the car and sacred yeah. water thing. Um, now he's all rested up and ready to whoop ass again and get revenge. Cool. Very cool. Beats him at Penguin Village. Him and Arale. Well, <laughs> Arale keeps getting in the way. Yeah. And Chow Pai Pai decides that he's going to dote on Paher. <laughs> Which is fine. Yeah. I, I would have done it too. Stupid yeah, little kids. Shut up. Little kid I've never met before. <laughs> Finger guns. Bang, bang. Got shot in the dick. She falls over. Goku assumes that she's dead. And then the energy from the Dodon Pod just bounces right back, I guess, and yeah, and electrocutes Pop Pipeline. Basically, just drops the dude, and he's like, "Oh no, this is terrible. What is this child? Where the fuck am I? <laughs> what is this walking, talking android that's gonna be the end of me right now?" So he realizes that Top Pipeline realizes like. It's not my day. Yeah. Get my ass whooped back and forth. I'm dealing with these not one, but stupid two little kids. Little kids now. Two kids. I'm trying to overthrow a third kid back at the fucking battle collection action playsetter over the fuck. Stupid crying clown calamity. Down wow. with the down with one. the hard consonants. Yeah. Hard. That was good. Anyway, too many little kids. I'm gonna kill one right now. <laughs> Doesn't work out for him. And then he says, oh, he tries to dote on Pa again, man. He says, Today is not my day. I'm sorry. I give up. And he pops a hoi poi capsule. And yep. he busts out his, a pink bike. Bike jet thing? Yeah, you know, one of those weird Dragon Ball mechanical yeah. engineering feats. You know what I'm saying? Flies, yeah. it rolls, has it guns. Everything. Probably <laughs> it has, has a missiles. House. Yeah, it definitely has missiles. Yeah. We'll see the missiles in a minute. And he, you know, he's like, bye, Raleigh, my bad. <laughs> I'm a jerk. Goes up yeah. to Goku and says, all right, Goku, I lose. Hop on the back of my bike. And let's go back. And let's go back and I'll tell them I was wrong and you guys can have the Dragon Balls. Goku's like, mm, I don't know, man. I don't know if I believe what's about to happen right now, but I guess I can give you the hands if worse comes to worse. Yeah. Not really, though. No. Just got blasted 23 fucking hundred kilometers away, like 10 minutes ago. Yeah, but then he fucking just... Ate one too. He ate a bean. He ate no. He ate a dodon pa. Oh caught yeah, it, yeah. Remember? Oh yeah, he did. He's like, I got this. Like I can see it. I'll catch this. That's the second. That's the second reason. Tao Pai Pai's got a bad. De- well, third yeah. reason. Yeah. He's trying to overthrow a small clown child. He's got a Raleigh <laughs> whooping his ass on the low while he's not looking. And then Goku just caught his ultimate technique and made him look like a big baby. <laughs> Time to go. Goku goes to get on the back of the bike. Goku says, okay. And Tell Pai says, no, no. And snatches his thing off his belt and snatch. 
YouTube.com slash Dragon Ball Superdope. If you want to see the cool hand motions I'm making as I make the plane noises. Shh, flying away. Fuck you, Son Goku. Shh. Yep. He shoots fucking two missiles out of the back of it. Pew, pew. One for each kid. Because yep. you know what? I got the seventh Dragon Ball. I'm definitely going to make this day. I'm going to turn this day around 100% and kill both of these children before I go home and kill a third one. Yeah. See, I know that we preface this movie a lot as like the Tien and Chiaotzu movie, but I guess this is really the Tao Pai Pai kills children movie, huh? Yeah. Fucked children up. and fathers. Yeah, but he only killed the father to get to the kids. That's and they true. keep threatening to kill yeah, Impa the that's whole true. movie. That's true. This movie really is Tao Pai Pai and the Red Ribbon Army yeah. hates kids. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z, the movie three, Mystical Adventure, aka Tao Pai Pai commits children murder. <laughs> three times. Um or attempts. Or attempts yeah. several times. He shoots these two missiles, one at a Raleigh, one at Goku. And just like he does in the show when Tao Pai Pai throws a grenade at Goku. Yeah. Kicks Goku it right back at kicks him. Kicks it straight up in the air. And Raleigh fucking headbutts hers back. <laughs> and they go and they go. They blow up the, the pink plane, roly fly thing. And then here comes fucking Goku on the Kinto wound. Hmm. What I do like about the explosion is the face. It's Yeah. Just like it was in the fucking show. Beautiful homage. Homage. As br- Thank you, feds. Dude, me and Brandon going to do a thing the other day. He's like, I think it's a nice homage. It's homage. And then, and then he said it like another few times a couple minutes later, and I was like, dude, stop. It's homage, Brandon. It's homage. Okay. Glad we got that established. Anyway, brilliant homage <laughs> to the death of Tao Pai Pai. Is it the death of Pai- Tao Pai Pai? Who knows? I do. <laughs> I do too. For the purposes of this movie continuity, <laughs> though, we'll get you'll say he's dead. Yeah. They go back to the Mifan Empire. And guess what? What? Bulma and Yamcha lost all the Dragon Balls down oh, a fucking crevasse. Man. Well, I mean... At the bottom did. of the ocean. <laughs> they did, you know... She almost got Dodon Pod herself. Bulma? Yeah, by uh, Crane Hermit. She should have gotten Dodon Pod. <laughs> when they cut back to the Emperor uh, Battle Action Playset Palace, Mifon Empire, whatever. When they cut back to that, there is a little bit of a scene that I wish we saw more of. Yeah. Master Roshi and Krillin versus Tien... And Sergeant Metallic. Yeah, that would have been dope. We only catch a few seconds of it, really. But the fact that they open up on that scene as Goku's going back there, I'm like, show me more of this fight. Show me more of this fight. And they don't. But yeah, it's it's Master Roshi. He's the god of martial arts. Yeah, things don't go very well for them until Tian Shinhan does a dirty knee kick, knee <laughs> kick, a knee? a knee. Yeah, I guess if you're Kneeing somebody, you're not kicking them. You're no, kneeing. you're kneeing them. Yeah, kneeing is a weird adverb. No, is an adverb uh, been with ly or some shit? Yeah, I think so. I don't know how words work. My dad's an English teacher. Be proud. Anyway, he knees Master Roshi in the back of the head, knocks his ass clean out. We all think that he's dead, but he's not. Nah. He's just never going to wake up again. He's the god of martial arts, man. How can it be dead from just a simple knee to the back of the head? That's part of it. But also, Tian Shinhan knew exactly the vital point to hit him. So that way, he would not die, but also never truly live again. Yeah. That's some assassin no, shit. Regain consciousness. The idea of assassins in Dragon Ball is as old as Tian Shinhan. All the shit you're watching in the Granola arc, all the shit that you saw with Hit back in the day, it's all because of Tian Shinhan, man. Say thank you 
and go watch this movie on Funimation right now. Yeah. Preferably OG sub because the dub isn't as good, I feel. But that's just my own personal preference. I realize that's me being subjective and not objective. Anyway, Master Roshi's not dead. You know why? Why? Because he's Master Roshi, the oh, god yeah, of martial right. arts. Dummy. Goku comes back. They want to have a... Uh... Fuck, how's this movie end? Let's see. Arale. Oh, dude. We missed one of the best fucking Arale moments. Oh. Arale as... Oh, yeah. I already know where you're going with this one. Goku and, and, and Tao Pai Pai are having this fight. <laughs> and Tao Pai Pai goes to charge at Goku, but Arale and her two little fairy pals, they tie a rope around Tai Pai Pai's like Pony ponytail braid and they tie it to a tree. <laughs> they just snaps him back. Some fucking Looney Tune shit. Oh, man. Not only is he the first original OG Dragon Ball villain, but he is also the original OG. Original OG is a little redundant, but OG Looney Tunes in Dragon Ball, because obviously he was not in the Looney Tunes back in the 19... 19- 50s or whatever. No, no, he was not. Unless he was, maybe. Imagine if Tal Pipe is like a time traveling cartoon character <laughs> on his log of justice. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Tell me you can't see Tal Pipe showing up in the fucking middle of an episode of Rocky and Bullwinkle. And that's an excuse for Sherman to explain like the theory of time travel or whatever the hell. Sure. Make it happen. Anyway. Tien and Metallic versus Roshi and Krillin. Roshi never wakes up again. Oh, that's when it ties over to the Arale, ties a rope around his ponytail. Oh, yeah. Dodon Pa, kick the, kick the missiles. Tien goes to kill Chaozu. That's where we're at. Oh, yeah, okay. So Tien, having been uh, setting up Chaozu this entire time to overthrow him and make the Sudu Senen, the real emperor of Mifon Empire, he somehow, being the, emperor, not being the emperor's bodyguard, is the one who's assigned to kill the Emperor. Yeah. And they have, like, this weird... Kind of weird. Like, Chaozu realizes the jig is up, but he's like, I've, I've been deceived in a very sad, crying little clown way. And yeah. I don't say that to make fun of him. No, I know. I'm only ca- calling him a crying little clown car because he cries. Yeah, he does. And he looks like a clown, too. Yep. And the tears of a clown stopped Tianxinhan dead in his tracks. Yep. And that's when you know. He hit him in the fields. Tianxinhan ain't no killer. I mean, he right is. in the fields. But he doesn't kill kids. Nah. That's more of a Tao Pai Pai thing. This whole movie's been about Tai Pai Pai trying to kill kids. <laughs> Tianxinhan's <laughs> trying to break the generational cycles of what the Sudu Senate has done to his, uh, his students. So, ain't gonna kill no kids. Ain't gonna kill no kids. Ain't gonna kill no kids. Yeah, that's not right. You know what is right? What? Sudo Senen's still here. And he's like, well, if you won't kill this stupid little clown... I must said cuck. Oh. Is he a cuck? No. I don't think so. I mean, keep in mind, we are still looking for his beloved Ron Ron oh, yeah. wife lady, yeah. right? Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. We'll get to what it actually is later. <laughs> I mean, he is a child, so... Yeah. I keep calling him a clown car little kid for a reason. Kid. Yeah. Anyway, Sudo Senen's got no, no problems with killing kids. He's the one who taught Pao Pai Pai all his stuff. So <laughs> he's like, that's fine. You don't want to do that? I'll dot on Pa his ass. And he goes to dot on Pa Chao Tzu to death. Yeah. And Tian says, ho, no, no, no. Kiko, ho. Let's try beams his ass to death. Tian Jin Han just had that latent power. Kicking around all this time. Yeah. 
And he could have just killed his asshole older man's uh, mentor if he wanted all along, but he was like, no, I'm cool. I understand nah. my role. I got to hang out with this little boy emperor and teach him to speak all tele- telepathically and shit. It's cool. It's cool. What a weird movie. I mean, he was just saving it for later, man. Saving what for later? <laughs> the Kiko Ho? Yeah. I guess. Once you got to secure the Dragon Balls. Well, he didn't even secure the Dragon Balls at this point. He just oh, decided that... He didn't want his clown car little kid clown crying bitch to fucking die. Yeah. That's admirable. Yeah. Good job, You're saving his friend. God. You're totally redeemable, Tian Han. So much to the point that this is basically the end of the movie, except that we still got a dead dad in our hands. <laughs> dead dad on our hands. Yep. Dead dad on our hands. Dead dad on our hands. Dead dad on our hands. Sure. We got to revive him. But as we mentioned very briefly earlier... Yamcha and Bulma lost all the Dragon Balls down in a crevasse at the bottom of the ocean. Terrible. And nobody can reach it. Not even Goku. Wow. With his super high lung capacity and ability to swim to the deepest of depths. Like a submarine. It's alright though, because he just takes the ball, like walks up to the edge of the water, he's like, I got this, and just hooks it over. Throws it in there. It just happens to land in the same kinda, exact fucking place where all the, the other Dragon Balls are. And as the camera pans down, we're on the, on the ocean floor where the other Dragon Balls fell into the crevasse. There is the crevasse, but it's actually not a crevasse. It's an outline. Of a dragon. Of a dragon. And the song starts. It goes, Dragon Ball, <laughs> Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball, I got it. And I'm like, I fucking love this song. Dragon yeah. Ball, Dragon Ball. And I sing along for the rest of it, just like that. I'll spare you. But... I mean, I do appreciate that they just let the credits roll and let the rest of the story, which we all know how it happened. Oh, you, you resurrected your dead dad? Oh, cool. I wouldn't have called that one. Glad you just <laughs> showed it to me through silent visuals during the credits and this kick-ass song playing in the background. Yeah. Dragon Ball, I got it! Hell yeah. <laughs> so, have you watched... Did I make you watch any other OG Dragon Ball movies? Uh, I think we watched Sleeping Princess and Devil's Castle. With the blue skin demon dude. Yeah. With the Lucifer. Yeah, Lucifer. Bingo, the... bingo, bingo. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. I'm pretty sure we watched that one. I think we got a bingo in this movie as well. I think Boma lets yeah. out a good bingo. She does. We should keep After... certain counts. If you're listening at home, write this shit down and send it to me sometime. Because <laughs> I say I'm going to do a lot of things, but... Never actually do them, though. I mean, I do many of them, but okay. if I did all okay. of the things that I ever said I was going to do... I'd never do anything. I'd right. be too busy doing all the things, dude, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's it's good true. math. There's only so many things you can do in such a amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. One of them is definitely not write stupid shit down that I just said out loud. <laughs> I already said it out loud. Somebody else write it down for me. I'm not your maid. It's going to do it for this episode of Dragon Ball Super Dope. This is episode three of 20 for these Dragon Ball specials. I think if my calendar is right... The next episode you should hear should be chapter 74 manga review. Uh, Hopefully a Goku versus, excuse me, a Vegeta versus Granola. Let's go see how this goes. Um, So I think that should be the next one you're hearing. If not, maybe you heard that shit last week. If that's the case, isn't that cool that I'm referencing it now? I really did record these out of order. Wow, podcasting's magic. You got any uh, final (laughs) comments before we wrap up? No, I don't now. Did you podcasting is magic? <laughs> did that comment take you by surprise? Yes, it did. If you want to learn more about podcasting, don't ask me. I'm too busy making my own magic. <laughs> Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball, <laughs> Dragon Ball. That's magic. <laughs>
Dragon Ball. That's magic, my friends. <laughs> oh, man. The best. Ron Ron's a doll. Ron Ron's not a real person. Ron Ron's a doll. Yeah. Okay? Ron Ron's a doll. Surprise, he's a child. It's a doll. Okay, the end. Goodbye.